Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. This is the JRPG Report. And this is going to be episode 121. We're in the first week of July 2020. We've got a big release coming out this week. Uh, Sword Art R- Online, Alization Lycris, will hit worldwide in just a couple days. So we've got a couple things coming out for it, as well as uh, my Genshin Impact closed beta impressions. We'll have those towards the end of the podcast, and I'm going to have a bit of a rant about Persona 5 Royal. I'll save that for the very end, a little teaser going on there. But we got a lot of fun stories to talk about before we get to uh, most of that stuff. Um, a lot of stories to talk about this week, but it's one of those things like there's not a lot of meat on any of the bones, so there's going to be some quick hitters in there. Um, some release dates and just short stories, trailers, you know, stuff of that nature. Not a ton, ton to talk about. But I guess first thing we'll say is, indeed, yeah, Sword Art Online, Alsatian Lycris. Con- uh, version will come out in Japan in just one day from today, July 9th. Worldwide, we'll get the next day on July 10th. So, of course, there was uh, first the launch trailer that came out for it a couple days ago. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, showing off some new gameplay footage as well. Uh, this was during the Sword Art Online Game and App live stream, so we got that as from that source. And then um, a story trailer actually just dropped today for it. And, um, of course, this game follows the Alcization arc, of the anime, this trailer will reintroduce characters such as Kirito and Ugio. I hope I said those correctly. I'm I'm bad with names anyway, let alone <laughs> names I've not heard pronounced because I'm not familiar with that series. I, I'll be honest, I haven't played any games in this um, series quite yet. So uh, those characters must explore the underworld in search of their friend Alice while battling powerful enemies along the way. Uh, the game also features an original storyline with new game exclusive character Medina. Uh, so that trailer came out. You can check out both those trailers as well as any of the trailers that we talk about today over on our YouTube channel, JRPG Report. I put out stuff literally every day for the channel. So if you're just looking for a cool place to go and see everything, not only that I talk about, but a few things otherwise on there uh, we try to do like a like a this day in jrpg gaming history um one of the titles that we're going to talk about today i believe came out yesterday so that that's some cool stuff over there so you'll definitely want to give us a follow over there for uh all your trailer and new game type needs uh the third one was uh, we see this mm, fairly often as well uh a little bit before a game's release, you'll get that opening movie to come out. And this one is no different. As Bandai Namco and developer Aquaria have released the opening movie ahead of Sword Art Online, House and Lycoris' release. Uh, it's not too long, but it is pretty cool look and, you know, very stylized look at the game. So I know a few of you guys are looking forward to that one and you'll get to play it. And just a few more days after its initial uh, delay due to COVID. So we're finally getting it. 
in our gaming hands. The other big release in July is going to be the Fairy Tale JRPG from publishers Koi Tecmo and developer Gust. They put out a new trailer this past week, and this is actually showing off the costumes that are going to be available in the digital deluxe edition. This will include uh, Grand Magic Games team costumes, a bonus Lacrima set, and the exclusive Ryza costume from Atelier Ryza. This one is for Lucy, and I gotta be honest, I'm pretty uh, jealous of that. You guys know my love for Atelier Ryza, so it would have been cool to have this. However, I'm a physical game collector, so I would not be getting this digital deluxe edition of it irregardless of it. But this is a cool trailer showing off those different costumes for the game. It's shaping up quite nicely for its release at the end of this month. Um, Of course, in Japan and North America. Wait a second. Everybody gets it on the 30th, except North America, which gets on July 31st. So if you want to check that out, head over to our YouTube channel channel and you can do so i think i had another uh, trailer on there as well that back when they released the uh the the new release date for it there was a trailer that came out and i missed it i kind of just stumbled upon it randomly so i shared it over there so if you haven't seen that you can check it out it's got some some different gameplay stuff that i had not previously uh seen sometime later this year uh, the switch will get a version of Yee's Origin, developer uh, Dynamo, I believe that's what, how you pronounce it. Um, there will be two physical editions for the Switch via the Limited Run Games company as part of this global distribution deal. Um, first, the game, uh, this is an old one, Yee's Origin came out for PC back in December of 2006. Steam got it later on 2012, uh, PS4 in February of 2017 Vita even got it as well as Xbox one. So it's finally making its way over to the switch. Now here's a, um, a overview of this switch version. They say use origin will introduce switch owners to the series, exciting blend of combo focused arcade paced action platforming and challenging puzzles. Get a glimpse of the mini trials staying between players and the world salvation by viewing Yee's Origins gameplay in action in this announcement trailer. I've got that for you guys. Either you can get the link via our Facebook or Twitter pages or head directly to our YouTube page. You can find it out. Uh, Fans who opt for the limited run games release can choose between a standard version and special collector's edition. Uh, That collector's edition will include a poster, physical copy of the game, steering soundtrack, and an art book capturing scenes Yee's Origins Surreal World, as well as a unique collector's box. I did not have any prices listed for these. Um, That may just be, they may not have quite decided on that since they don't have a firm release date other than this year. So always good that Switch gets in on the action um, that basically every other (laughs) system, including the Vita, got. But yeah, they can now finally get their hands on Ease Origin. I have some Tales of Arise news, but it's probably not what you think it is. So, um, Bandai Namco Studios released a promo video for their studios. Um, 
It's about a minute and a half long. And, you know, it's kind of a promo with, hey, here's how we've been handling ourselves in this past few months. Here's our, the future is bright looking ahead. We're game makers. And so during that, you do see a couple different games in there. Um, The ones that kind of, I know Tekken was one of the ones in there. And at the very end, there's a giant Pac-Man, of course. But during that there are at least three tiny, tiny scenes that do show off Alfin from Tales of Arise. The first one looks pretty much like a movie trailer. doesn't look like it's gameplay. Like I said, the briefest of glimpses at this. Another one kind of shows him from the backside that may be in-game. And then I believe at one point it shows... Um, a developer or, or some person holding a PlayStation controller with Tales of Rise on his screen, presumably playing it and laughing it up, having a good time, of course. Um, so we got a glimpse of it, but I mean, it really didn't say much of anything about the game other than, hey, we're the company that makes this game. It's It looks really pretty, so you've got something to look forward to it, so... It's better than nothing, I guess, but especially after its recent delay, it was almost kind of a bummer to see it. Like, oh yeah, there's that game that we're so incredibly excited about, but uh, not going to get our hands on for quite a bit longer. We mentioned Limited Run Games a moment ago, and I guess they had kind of a big live stream event, which went on today, and showcased about 30 games that they were uh, in partnerships to uh, produce and in addition to Ease Origin there was a bunch of other ones but the really the only other JRPG that was mentioned is they're going to be putting out Grandia HD Collection it will get a physical release for the Nintendo Switch pre-orders will open up for this on August the 7th 2020 um, doesn't have a price on it I would guess it's going to be Fairly close to that, yeah, I'd say about twenty nine ninety nine um, for it. Um, of course, you get both Grandia one and two available on that, and um, I kind of feel a little bummed about this. I would have loved to have this as a physical game, but that wasn't an option when it came out. I think I got a bit of a discount being a digital. However, maybe this is something down the line I may. Uh, may decide to go ahead and double dip on. I'm not quite sure just yet. So this one story uh, came out for the Legend of Heroes, Hajimari Nogaseki, and we have literally got to the point, guys, that I could not share it with my faithful listeners and readers on our Facebook page. Uh, Within the title of the story itself were (laughs) massive spoilers it is it has gotten so bad that is the way it is now um so if you go scrounging around looking for information on this game you better be completely up on all your cold steel and or sky and cross spell history if you don't want spoilers involved that's pretty much all i'm going to say about it i i've gotten to the point i'll be quite honest i don't know if i really want to talk about this one too much more I, of course, I'm extremely excited about it, and I will be even more so 
once I'm done with Cold Steel 4. But as kind of a news podcast for you guys, one of my main goals is not only to get you excited about these things, but to not spoil things without, you know, ample time for you to enjoy them and or vast warnings. And with this one, I don't want to read a whole lot either because I don't want to spoil it for myself. So just keep that in mind when you start digging around uh, some of these new sites you do run the risk of um you know learning things you may not have wanted to know uh kind of out of nowhere uh, we had talked about previously that little town hero had came out for previous systems on uh, playstation 4 and switch um pc is also getting a version via steam it was delayed until june um but just boom there is now a listing on the Microsoft Store. There's an Xbox One version of this game. It's going to go for twenty one forty nine. Uh, the Microsoft Store listed the release date as June twenty third, um, but it's it's out there. So if you were waiting for this on Xbox One, and you may already have it, <laughs> I'm guessing it is for sale, and you can pick that up if you so desire. I mentioned earlier that I do a, uh, a This Day in JRPG History video sometimes over on the YouTube channel. Uh, one I did yesterday on July 7th was for Final Fantasy IX. It first launched back on PlayStation in Japan on July 7th, 2000. Um, as a tribute to that, there was a special interview with... Uh, this was by the Final Fantasy Portal site... And um, the first interview they did was with event and scenario writer Kazuhuko Aoki. Uh, Volumes 2 and 3 of this three-part interview will feature artist Toshiyuki Hadahana and director Hiroyuki Aito. Um, Just kind of want to tell you about these as they are quite long. um, And what I'm kind of thinking is once I get... um, both parts two and three of that that seems like a perfect sunday special so i just kind of want to let you guys know that's something that happened i did share the story on our facebook page so if you want to go ahead and read that you can otherwise be looking forward to a sunday special here in the not too distant future um also as part of that it was announced that there is going to be a original soundtrack revival disc that's going to release on September 23rd of this year. Uh, so you will be able to uh, listen to... <laughs> they're saying uh, there was one... the In addition to the 110 original tracks from the official soundtrack, it will feature an additional 42 from um, it as well. So there's going to be a lot, a total of 152 tracks available Um when this comes out, uh, and 110 of those will have videos to go along with them. So quite a big thing coming up here for this 20th anniversary, and rightfully so. I recalled stories of back in my day, I had this, not <laughs> not that many tracks on it, but a shorter, I'd say about 20 or so of the really, really good ones. Um on a CD and would listen to it most nights as I laid down to sleep 
on my uh, three disc CD changer. Got a lot of use out of that thing, but yeah, kind of bringing back some memories. I'll wait and see what kind of price point they're going to put on this thing, but it might be something I'll consider picking up in the future. Uh, that seems like a pretty good stopping point. We'll take a break, have a word from Anchor, and be right back on the other side with the second half of episode 121 of the JRPG Report. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, We've got some more fun things to talk about here. Don't forget, you can get on the action every day. If you follow us on Facebook, uh, give us, uh, well, actually, like us on Facebook. You follow us on Twitter and subscribe, like our videos on YouTube. If uh, if you like what you hear, like what you see, you can go down to the bottom of this podcast. There's a link for uh, listener support via Anchor, or you can head over to Patreon and we take support over there as well, different tiers and all that fun stuff there. I would greatly appreciate that if you're so inclined. Um, briefly, let me talk about Genshin Impact. If you are curious or not, I guess if you're not, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I was selected to, to uh, participate in the open beta, and I'm getting to the point now, I think I'm about 10 hours into it, so I'm getting kind of close to how long I want to play it, because you don't get to carry over your progress, so... I'm not thinking I want to <laughs> invest all this time into something and I can kind of start over anyway. But I'm pretty impressed, guys. I got to be honest. Um, I kind of figured the game would look pretty. That's what we've seen. And it definitely holds up. It's a very pretty, stylized, artistic game. Um, a very heavy anime influence to it um definitely you know it's an action rpg so there's those mechanics to it as well a great sense of exploration um gives you kind of you're rewarded for exploring there's enemies but not too sparsely but there's still plenty of things you just kind of want to wander around and look at and the the uh, initial talent you're in is very interesting um if in fact this is a free game and it does have some free game mechanics in it i.e. your daily logins and bonuses um there's definitely a draw system that i was able to save up these uh, in-game currencies in order to get a new character so i think that is the way they're going to go with with it let me say this for a free game it is beyond impressive um i've Played my fair share of mobile games. Uh, I remember like when Caravan Stories came out, I was excited about it, and then quickly became unexcited <laughs> about it. Um, I have no problem with that mechanics, because if I do enjoy it, then I can put money into it. I think you guys will be impressed as well. I've got some of my gameplay videos up on YouTube. I invite you to check those out and just see for yourself. Um if you decide you like it, it doesn't hurt you. If you don't, there's plenty of other games that can uh, take your interest. But I'm certainly enjoying my time with it. And uh, as it gets closer to a full release, I'll be sure and share that with you as well. There are a few little technical hiccups that you, I'm seeing right now. But it is a beta. And that's what they have these things for. Um, I hope that they aren't present in the final game. And of course, I would update you on those things if in fact they're still in there uh back to the news um 
if uh, you've been looking forward to Dragon Quest Tact and you know Japanese, you can play it on July 16th in Japan, Square Enix announced. It will be a free-to-play title with in-app purchases. It's available via iOS on the App Store and Android via Google Play. Dragon Quest Tact is a tactical RPG where players command and fight against monsters from the Dragon Quest series. Combat has the elements of turn-based battles unique to Dragon Quest and heated battles against 3D monsters unfold on tile-based maps. A game that I have not played, but I know many of you have, and um, well, you're not getting a sequel quite yet, but The World Ends With You will have an animation that will air sometime in 2021. Square Enix announced during its World Ends With You, the animation special panel <laughs> at Anime Expo Light 2020. There was a teaser trailer and first details along with it. Uh, Square Enix says The World Ends With You was developed by the creative minds behind its famous Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts series. Hard to believe it first came out back on the DS back in 2007. So next year, you'll get a chance to check out the animation. It's got all the main characters, as far as I know, are here for it. If you'd like to check out that trailer, uh, you guys know where to go and check that out at. Uh, Mary Skelter Finale had a new seven-minute trailer, kind of showing off a lot of its gameplay. The Dungeon Crawler RPG is due out on October 8th in Japan. It did not update its website, so I don't have any characters to talk about with you guys uh, this week. If you are pre-ordering Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition, and you're going to get on the PlayStation 4, well... When you do that, you will uh, also be receiving a theme with it for Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Uh, the theme looks pretty cool. I, I like the um, the look of it. It's Sometimes you get these themes, and it's kind of like, okay, here's a background image. <laughs> but this one looks like it actually changes the icons and some of the letterings around it. Uh, of course, it's got the background image as well. But uh, the theme will be available to use on August the 27th, the same day that the game releases internationally. I believe it was last week we talked about Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and it uh, it's laid out its roadmap. Well, you, as we know, that uh, title update 4 is coming out tomorrow on July 9th. But this roadmap kind of details things a bit further, so... Tomorrow, on that fourth title update, you get the new monster, Aterion, the new monster, Frostfang Bareth, the Asteria's Summer Twilight Fest, and Selenia's Sizzling Spice Fest, of course. And you get that event quest to go along with the Frostfang Bareth. Now, this fall, not anything more specific than that, but this fall... You get the fifth major title update, version 15. You will get the uh, Alteria Fest and Selenia Fest will be available the fall, as well as the Master Rank, Layered Armor, and a Returning Monster. So that's all we know so far. As I get new roadmaps, I will update you further on them. Neptunia Virtual Stars had a uh, 
they of course updated their website and we learned a bit about the MOE accessories. Uh, they say um, MOE accessories are cute question mark accessories that you can equip. You can equip up to three accessories per character. So depending on the combination, you may be able to produce a site to behold. This game will feature freely customizable appearance. You can freely adjust the position, size, angle, and so on of these MOE accessories. The possibilities are endless, they say. Now these accessories will also appear in every scene when you uh, equip those. So that's kind of cool. Uh, Neptunia Virtual Stars is due out not too much longer in Japan. They'll get it on August 6th. We'll get it sometime here in the West in 2021. Square Enix producer Yashinori Katase had a interview with The Guardian, kind of talking about some of the recent um, struggles with uh, dealing in a COVID world and then um, what that would mean going forward. Um, they were him specifically asked about how the COVID-19 pandemic affected Final Fantasy VII Remake's release and then its upcoming part two. He answered, I am pained and saddened to see so many people around the world suffering with the virus and even losing their lives. When we said to release the game, the date for the game, nobody could have predicted a global pandemic like this. And the release of the game happening during this unprecedented situation has blindsided us. Uh, they asked, said, while there's been a drop in performance due to the situation, the producer doesn't think it'll have a big impact in the long run. Sase says, at this current time, the team are still making the next game via remote working. Our performance will temporarily drop below 100% efficiency because of this, but I do not think there should be a big impact in the long term. I sincerely hope that Final Fantasy VII Remake can provide those who are forced to endure the stress of living under lockdown a moment of relief and enjoyment in these trying times. There was a larger interview, um, and you can get the link to that via this article on our Facebook page or Twitter page. Um, may go into that a bit more, but it does sound like that, uh, like most places, people are working remotely and part two is at least in the opening parts of development. I am not expecting part two anytime soon, nor do I really want to speculate on what exactly is going to be in part two in terms of how far they go past Midgar. Uh, we got a bit of an odd announcement that uh, Persona 5 anime adaption, uh, the <laughs> anime adaptation of Persona 5, uh, will get a complete Blu-ray set. This was revealed back on July 4th. Um, and this one is special for a couple different reasons. Um, you get 26 episodes of the show and it's two specials. Um, it's going to take you a while to get through all those. It will include the original Japanese language track. A new English dub is also included as well as 12 art cards of the main characters. Now you may want to sit down if you were thinking about picking this one up as, um, it's going to be $300 guys. <laughs> it's going to be a little expensive to say the least. There's a trailer for it. Um, if you've played Persona 5, especially Royal, you will know a lot of these scenes 
that are in there. But you get a total of six discs in this one. Um, this will launch on September 29th, 2020, and you can pre-order it from the Right Stuff uh, website. I've got that link for you guys if you are so inclined. Seems awful pricey, doesn't it? <laughs> um, that's just a lot, a lot of money. It's going to take you a long time to get through all those episodes. You might, uh, might as well just invest in the game. You can kind of play all those scenes. It probably takes, I don't know, might take a little bit less time to, to watch the episodes, but you may not get as much out of it as well. So yeah, if you've got some money and you want to pick that up, well, I'm not going to stop you. I just think it's a little bit, a little bit outside my price range. So at the beginning, I said I might rant a bit about Persona 5 Royal, and I wanted to keep it to the end. So if you don't want to hear me rant about it, that's fine. But I think this one's a little justified. I did finally complete Royal, and during the course of playing it, was actually enjoying it more than I did the first time. They added quite a few little things, kind of fleshed out scenes. I believe there was a boost in the graphics department. Um, I, I think I was playing on a pro as opposed to before. I don't think I was. It's kind of hard to remember for certain, but um, was going right along and, and very, very happy. And I got to one point in it and without ruining too much, it's during a, the interrogation scene. And there is an option. If you don't answer exactly correctly, you can actually get game over. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. I think that's in the original as well. They even supposedly made it a little bit easier not to get game over. And I still managed to do it. I'm just that good. So I consulted an online guide to see if what the right answers were. Because I didn't want to go through it all again. Um and mess up during that um looking for those answers i did stumble upon a tidbit saying one of the main draws of royal is the third semester in addition to new character kasumi and during that it did warn me that if i had not done something i would not access the third semester well, I beat the game, and <laughs> I did not access the third semester, guys. One of the main selling points for buying this new $60 version of the same game that I paid $60 for before was this new additional content, and I didn't get it. Apparently, you must uh, get to a certain point with the new counselor and advanced their link. I think it was level six or something like that. The counselor actually leaves the school at some point, and you can no longer advance that ranking. So I found this all, all about the same time, and I apparently did not get it high enough and didn't access. So I'm a little bit um, feeling ripped off, to be quite honest. I I'd kind of talked about this with Jordan as well, and he was pretty heated about it too that I don't see why that would be an option for you not to be able to access this new part of the game that seems really dumb that I'd have to go talk to somebody in order to get this new part it's the same ending like there was nothing new at one point you do go off 
with Kasumi and you do get introduced to that promised new palace that is in there. I assume that is part of the new third semester or something. Didn't get to explore it. Never got to use her as a character outside of one small little battle. So yeah, one of the things, and if you guys have a significant other, remember I kind of talked about this in our Sunday conversation that this was not an easy sale to, to do. Yes, I work and I can spend my money how I want to, but when you share finances with somebody and you're now saying, I want to buy the same game again, I, it helps to have (laughs) in my back pocket that there's something new. So she's not particularly thrilled that I played this game for 120 hours again and didn't get this content. So be warned if you've not played Royal, I hope I haven't ruined too much for you, but it's kind of hard to talk about it without it. You need to advance the counselor's ranking. You might want to look it up to see the exact rank. I think it was rank six, but you do need to get to it at a certain point. There may even be other factors. I don't know. I'm kind of just so over it. I don't really want to dive too much more into that, but are you with me guys? Do you feel like that should have just been a part of the game that that was one of the reasons for buying this new special edition? So yes, when the next Atlas game or persona game comes out, I'm first in line for it. It's not like I am boycotting everything Atlas. I, like I said, I still quite enjoy the game. I'm just feeling a little ticked off at the moment. And uh, I know my frustration is coming through, and I'm I'm sorry about that. But uh, this is also a warning. Anybody that's in that same situation shouldn't have to go through that either. So let me know if you want to comment on the Facebook page. You know, when I share this podcast, how you feel about it. If you knew this, did I miss something somewhere that <laughs> informed me that I needed to go about this way? I don't recall that, but... Yeah, so that's it. End of rant. <laughs> Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, don't forget, look out for our Sunday special. I'll be doing that interview actually tomorrow with a young man, and he's making a new um, JRPG that we uh, believe comes out actually tomorrow. So we're kind of doing a post-release for this and getting people hyped up about it. So check that out on Sunday. We'll be back next Wednesday with your regular podcast. Thanks so much for checking us out this week and every week. You're only consistent, <laughs> family-friendly JRPG podcast. My name is James Fisher, and we will see you guys next time. Don't forget, get back out there and level up.